بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد my dear brothers and sisters <coughs> we are coming in to maybe another four or five days inshallah uh, we are coming into the best days of the year the best days of the year compared to any other days and those are the first 10 days of Dhul Hijjah. And Rasulullah said, except that the last, the nights, the last 10 nights of Ramadan are better because uh, of Laylatul Qadr, which is better than 1000 months. There are many hadith concerning the Fadail concerning the blessings of these 10 days and it's very important for us to keep that in mind and maximize the reward which Allah is going to give us inshallah. In one hadith narrated by Bara radiallahu anhu Rasulullah said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala any good deed that is done in these 10 days, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves that more than any other good deed, any good deed done in any other days, out of all the days, these 10 days, any good deed done in this day, has more value, Allah loves it more, will reward it more than any good deed that is done at any other time. So the Sahaba said, Ya Rasulullah, what about Jihad fi sabillah? Rasulullah said, even that, except if a person goes and does not return. He goes and spends his life and his wealth and does not return, meaning he is shayid. Other than that, any good deed that is done in these days has more value before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves it more than that good deed done at any other time in the year. Now, what is to be done? Rasulullah said, in these days, one is, say, Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, and Allahu Akbar. Right? So, this is one of the uh, recommended adhkar of uh, these days. So, let us do more and more of that, inshallah. Then, fasting in these days. Fasting on all of these days. Now, in these days also is Yawmul Arafah. Yawmul Arafah, let me clarify a couple of things, which is this is a standard annual uh, controversies and misunderstandings. Yawmul Arafah is the name given to the ninth of Dhul Hijjah. Right? That is its name, Yawmul Arafah. Yawmul Arafah is not the day when the Hujjaj are standing in Arafat. Depending on the time of the changing of time in different countries, Yawmul Arafah may be after that or on that day or whatever. 
so it is not based on that so usually we have oh how can we say today job alpha the hajis are going are were starting there yesterday or they were going to stand there tomorrow and no that has nothing to do with yawmul arafa yawmul arafa is like and the example of that is very easy to understand we prayed maghrib today here right what time did, did we pray maghrib 8:30 pm what is happening in in makkah now maghrib no in makkah is the middle of the night so can we suppose in somebody says no 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 uh, i am going to pray the salah according to the timing of masjid al haram so when it is fajr there i will pray fajr here now this is not my answer incidentally for those of you who are in, who like to have references i'll give you references this is not my fatwa not my answer this is the answer given by al-usaimi rahmatullah alayhi when they asked him the same question he said they said when should we celebrate eid when should we celebrate uh when should we start fasting and isulah he said do it on the day when it is that day in your country wherever you are staying they said what about makkah he said nothing to do with makkah if you are in makkah do it on do, do, do it on the day it is being done in makkah when you are in makkah you don't say no no but you say i am from from west springfield so i will do it when they are doing it. no so just like you pray salah at its time you do eid at its time and so yawm al-arafa is the 9th of dhul-hijjah whenever is the 9th of dhul-hijjah is yawm al-arafa the reward for yawm al-arafa is the expiation of two years of sins one year before and one year after and that does not mean we should commit sins for that reason meaning whatever we have done allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will expiate except for major sins which require specific istighfar now it is not expected for the muslim to deliberately do something major so we ask allah and of course make istighfar anyway this is a beautiful thing to do but allah will expiate and he will forgive those sins yawm al-arafa is the day also when allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed al-yawma akmaltu lakum deenakum wa atmamtu alaykum ni'mati wa raditu lakum al-islamu deena islam deena where allah said that on this day i have completed the deen of islam i have completed your deen for you i have completed my blessing on you and i have chosen for you islam as your deen so this is a very beautiful very bar- day full of barakah um the dalil for the fadilat and the blessing of the first 10 days of zulhijjah is where allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said wal fajri wal ayali nashr and uh, that that is the ayah which where allah chose these days to be the most superior of the uh, of the days so fasting therefore on yawm al arafa has this blessing of uh, expiation of two years of sins the best thing to do is since we are since all of these days have the fadilat of uh, any deed done during that day is the best of deeds then my recommendation is fast on all the days fast on the 10 days alhamdulillah no problem and uh, you get the full benefit of everything then the issue of udhiyah people who are going for hajj they will do the qurbani there but people who don't go for hajj people like us um, or whoever from here is not going then we do the qurbani or the udhiya the sacrifice the hadith of abu huraira radhiyallahu anhu in muslim imam ahmad and uh, in other places where rasulullah sallallahu alaihi said the one who can afford to sacrifice must sacrifice and if he does not sacrifice then he need not pray with us 
He need not come to the Salah to lead with us. So this is something which is so strongly uh, with Taqeed ordered by Rasulullah Sallallahu Right? Now who should sacrifice? What is the meaning of effort? It is somebody who has the nisab of zakat on that day. So for zakat, whatever is the nisab of zakat, if you have that much of money on that day of Eid, then you are supposed to sacrifice. What is the amount of sacrifice? It is one sheep or goat per person who has the nisab of zakat or one share in a bigger animal. So supposing now I have the nisab of zakat, I am the earning member, I have a wife, I have four children, I have maybe my parents also staying with me, right? None of them have the money, they have no nisab of zakat, I am the only earning member. So how many sacrifice, what, how many animals should I sacrifice? One. One. But in my family, for example, I am earning, maybe, maybe my wife is also earning, maybe my father is also earning, children are not earning, so three people are earning. How many animals? Three. So let us not have any confusion about this. One thing which again every year comes up where people say, but Rasulullah sacrificed and he said, he sacrificed two rams, he sacrificed one and he said, this is for Muhammad and his family. He sacrificed the second one, he said, this is for the Ummah of Muhammad. So some people have given this uh, fatwa and may Allah protect us from such fatwas to say that one animal to be sacrificed for the whole family. Meaning, if there are four people who are Sahibun Nisab in the family, who are eligible for zakat, only one animal needs to be sacrificed. One. There's even another fatwa to say, one animal to be sacrificed one time in your life. Now please, I'll use some sense. Because the Hadith of Prophet Sallallahu he's saying, if you can afford to sacrifice and you don't sacrifice, don't come for Salah. Where is the question of saying? <laughs> so are you going to say, no, last, last year I sacrificed, so I'm okay for the rest of my life? No. Number one. Number two, if we have to take this meaning like these people make out, that Nabi Sallallahu said, this ram is for Muhammad Sallallahu and his family. The second one, he said, this is for the Ummah of Muhammad Sallallahu So then therefore, nobody needs to sacrifice because he sacrificed already for the whole Ummah. No? <laughs> Isn't it? I mean, he sacrificed, he said, this is for the Ummah of Muhammad So khalas, it's done, finished. Nabi Sallallahu sacrificed for us, I don't have to do anything. So these are all senseless things. For me, another very big dalil. Sayyidina Ali bin Abitari After Rasulullah passed away, and this is again a matter of barakah, he used to sacrifice two rams, one for himself, meaning he was the only earning member, so one for himself, and one for Rasulullah and Isa. So this is a beautiful sunnah to also practice, which is to sacrifice one share or one sheep or goat for Rasulullah Wasallam. To sacrifice for yourself and sacrifice. Now, <laughs> the, guy, the reason I said Dalil is because Sayyidina Ali who qualifies on both fronts. He is family of Rabbi Sallallahu and he is the Ummah of Rabbi <laughs> Right? Still he is sacrificed every year. So if somebody comes and says, no, but you see, one time is enough or, or one is, no. Please, I always tell people, don't look for shortcuts and minimalist thinking in the religion. Even, oh, this is enough, that is enough. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala applies that same standard to you and me, we will be sitting in a homeless shelter by tomorrow morning. 
because that is the essential right homeless shelter the rest of it the clothes you are wearing the car you are driving the house you are living none of this is not essential not essential one tent is essential or homeless shelter is essential or one shopping cart which you steal from somewhere target uh, and and you have your clothes everything in it and you have a, a doorway to sleep in the night this is essential so what have we, what will we do if allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said okay you want to play games and say i will do only what is essential sure i will also give you what is essential now what don't do that in the deen please understand we don't give anything to allah it belongs to allah anyway every breath of my belongs to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what am i giving to allah i'm giving nothing to i am only giving to myself i'm transferring it from my wealth in this life to my wealth in the hereafter it's a transfer of funds my own funds right it's like me sending money to india <laughs> my own money i'm sending it to the other country i, I will say suppose i'm i'm going to go there for a holiday i'm sending some money i go there i land there i have some money so what have i sacrificed nothing my money i'm giving this is allah's wealth we belong to allah and to allah is our return inna lillahi wa inna ilaihi rajiun so when we spend please understand we are not spending we say this is the this is the rahmah of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allah said spend in the path of allah spend for there no, we are not spending for allah does not need anything we are spending for ourselves this our own akhirah so alhamdulillah make sure that you may allah give you enough alhamdulillah all of the people sitting before me all of you are mashallah people who, are, who uh, pay zakat make sure you sacrifice and if you can and may allah give that in your heart also sacrifice for rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam this is the baraka and see the baraka of the nabi alaihi salam in our lives on a on a side note i always tell people when you make umrah also make an umrah for rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and when you make hajj after you make your fard hajj neck all other hajj you make unless you are making hajj badal for somebody then you make it for them otherwise when you just go for hajj make that hajj for rasulullah this is my istihad i'm not giving you this as a order i'm just saying do this because when i make the hajj for the nabi alaihi salam then one thing for sure it will be accepted my hajj for myself wallah alam i maybe i may make a mistake this that i don't know but i am giving it to the nabi alaihi salam ya rab this is for your nabi so 100% that hajj is inshallah accept by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if allah accept that i am getting the benefit anyway right may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fill our hearts with the love of muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and and illuminate us like madina became madina munawwara when rasulullah sallallahu entered the place madina munawwara became munawwar may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make our hearts munawwara with the love of muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and may allah grant us that we do everything to the best of our ability top class quality maximum we can do in order to please him and we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be pleased and never to be displeased wasallallahu ala nabiyil karim wa ali wa sahbihi yes shit question um, what is the rule regarding the people so what is the seven 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 shares in a bigger animal one share uh, in a sheep or goat 
and anything bigger than that uh, cattle or camels seven shares <laughs>